coming up in this week's episode. Really just a, a hybrid mm-hmm. version of them A bit all. of Cuban, a bit of West Coast, a bit of East Coast. Yeah. The West East Cuban, what we all call it. All into one nice big performance. back to season three of the student show the podcast for students by students i'm your host holly and today i'm joined by robert miller former student trustee for uusu final year art student and chairperson of one world society robert would you like to tell everyone a bit about yourself sure thanks for that introduction there holly it's great to be here uh, my name's Robert, and yes, as you've said, I'm uh, I'm currently in chair position of the One World Society, and I'm a final year fine arts student at UUB campus. And yes, I've been at the university for a long time now, it seems, and I've done a year abroad in America as part of that experience, which has been unreal. Mm-hmm. What was your favourite part of it? Did you... Was it the meeting new people aspect or the more of the culture aspect, just a change in environment, essentially? You know, I think the culture, the culture was a big thing as well, but it was more the people and like seeing how they lived out that culture and like uh, just yeah. like being able to go and like meet up with them and like maybe stay a weekend at people's houses and stuff like that. Like I thought that was like unforgettable because it was something that you wouldn't be able to do any other way other than if you went and studied abroad. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't be able to do it now anyway. So you're yeah. just one of the lucky ones. <laughs> <laughs> going to th- go people's houses. What was that like? Yeah, I know. It seems so long ago now when you think of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It feels probably like years ago. So with a new season comes a new segment for our listeners to get to know my co-hosts. This season we have the two trysts, one lie game, which most of you will know is where the my co-hosts will think of three statements that relate to our topic of the week and their time at Ulster University, one of which then will be false. And I'm going to have to try and guess what one that is. So Robert, since you've already had time to think about yours, go ahead and let's hear them. Well... I have a couple here, and I may include an extra one just for good measure. But, uh, right, okay. Make it more difficult. Mm, no problem. Yes, and more interesting. So, <laughs> number one is, mm-hmm. I slept out on the beach with a couple of friends after a society event. And that would be an overnight okay. sleeping out on the beach. Number two is, I learned some Cuban salsa from a Scotsman. Number three, free pizza is my main and only reason for getting involved in events. And lastly, the the bonus one, I guess, is I went for a little jolt on the roof of a car around a car park. Do you need any of them repeated, Holly? No, I'm, I'm trying to think. I think it's the first one. Have I not got crocodiles in the sea in America? I'm starting to think that it's the first one. Was that when you were in America? Is that the lie you're trying to say is the first one? Yes, I think it's the first one. Well, I just want to check before before you say I'm wrong. Was it when you were in America you slept out on the beach? No. It was over here? It was here. Oh, God, then that has to be a lie. Surely you're not wise enough to sleep out on the beach in this country sort of thermals did you have on <laughs> well the lie was in fact the free pizza one and all the other ones are true <laughs> the free i should have went for it it was the obvious one ah yes 
I've started this season off with a loss already. This is not this is not going well for me so well, far. Well, Holly, now we know your main reason for getting involved in events. It must be the pizza. <laughs> if anyone sees me at event and there's pizza, you know why I'm there, honestly. <laughs> Came for the pizza. Ah oh dear. So as we all know, the topic today is all about societies, which are a huge aspect of university life. So um, let's discuss some of the interesting society events that are coming up. Um, I mean, the first one that really caught my eye is the virtual game night of Among Us is coming up on Thursday, the 28th of January. If I was good at playing Among Us, I would be interested and going, but I just, I can't admit, and you know, I just can't embarrass myself like that. Have you played Among Us yet, Robert? I have actually never, there was one time I almost played it, like I was at, I think mm -hmm. it was the International Coffee Hour for one of the universities I was at in America, like it was just since leaving over the mm -hmm. summer time they were having this here, and I went on, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was like a, it was kind of, it was a lot to take in for a first time, so I'll need to read up on that there for a, for to give myself a fighting chance at winning in this incoming one. Yeah. I didn't want to embarrass myself, but honestly, if I had got the knack of what I had to do, because I know there's like, I mean, there's not getting caught if you're the imposter, but then there's to doing all the tasks, and I just don't think that part I really understand. Because as I said earlier, I'm not very good at following maps, and you have to look at a map to see where you have to go to in this game, so I don't think it's a game for me. <laughs> You get some people who are extremely good at like uh, telling you the rules of games like that. There, like I'm mm -hmm. maybe not the best at it, but like I know some of my friends, like they could explain it, and like immediately it just clicks. Ah, that's how you do that game, and like some people has that gift. Yeah, they do definitely. Well, what about Friends? Are you a fan of Friends? The TV show, is it? TV? Yeah, TV show. Well, I feel as though everyone has to be a fan of Friends in some in some form or the other. It's just kind of such like a a classical show. No, you don't like it, Holly. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. No, I, I, I tried, okay? I, disclaimer, I did try, okay? I tried 15 minutes and it just, it just wasn't entertaining. It just, I was sapping the life out of me. I couldn't, I couldn't watch anymore. I feel really bad and I know everybody loves it. Um, but no, I'm, no, I tried, I tried my best and it just wasn't. Ah, Holly. I know it's such, everyone likes friends, don't they? Ah, uh, well, I guess in a way, when you think of it, a lot of the, a lot of the more recent shows have been based on friends. Mm -hmm. So if you've kind of grown up more with them, it's maybe kind of took the edge off what like friends would have yeah. been if you'd have seen it for the first time before seeing the other ones. Yeah. Cause they're like, they're like the original and then they sort of just like, Spanned out from that with the same sort of ideas of, you know, the same sort of genre, essentially, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you are interested in Friends, there is a Friends teleparty on Thursday, the 4th of February. Um, so you can go and get involved with that if you're not a total loser like me who hasn't watched it. That sounds like good fun. Can't wait for it. Well, Robert's going to be there. I sadly won't, folks. But, I mean, go ahead and join in. In terms of, like, obviously, massive part of uni is the Freshers' Fair. But there's actually going to be a Refreshers' Fair on Monday the 8th of February. So, I mean, you're not going to get pizza like we all look forward to at the Freshers' Fair. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I'm all about. But um, it's still such a great opportunity to go see societies, isn't it, Robert? Have you got any... 
involved in what have you put ahead for the refreshers fair? Well, we have a couple of things planned really for the next couple of weeks, and uh, they're kind of they're kind of aimed at both the incoming students and the the students who's already like they're they're coming back into the second semester and they're wanting to get involved with the societies, like. Uh, Mm-hmm. We've got like a, I think that's actually maybe this incoming week. We've got like a virtual tour of Belfast planned for it to be uh, shown, and then the following week, my mind has maybe blanked me a little. But uh, we have a couple of events aimed at kind of at bucket list brunch. That's what it is of like places of interest or things that you have to mm-hmm. do within this country, which I feel is those good for local students as well. Oh, because like there's so many like gems of places that like. They're so great to get to, but you just don't think of going. And like, you need a little list just to like prompt you, say, ah, that's where I'm going to exactly. go this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know 100%, 100%, especially at the minute with obviously all the restrictions in place. I think it's about discovering what's on your doorstep. And you don't think you have it until you actually go and see and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is, you know, I don't have to go abroad to experience this. Like I even went up the Mourns last summer there. And even that experience, I just, it was so, it was a really warm day. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a different country right now. I do not feel like I'm in Northern Ireland for sure. Like it was, it was surreal. So it was. Yes. No, I totally agree. See, having been away in another country for like a year or so, when you come back in mm-hmm. on the aeroplane, it's like a, a little cliche, but like looking out of the windows, it just looks like a postcard of what you expect, like what tourists see in postcards of this country. And you just mm-hmm. don't see it after a while once you've lived in it. You stop seeing it. Oh, I know. You but- definitely don't. And it's only when you start to see, as you said, like the tourists coming to here. And with me working in the hotel, I would have a lot of like Chinese tourists, German tourists, you know, all coming. They're so excited, taking photos of everything. Um, I think, why are they taking photos of that? It's because you've come so accustomed to it. You're so used to it that you don't actually see, like, um, yeah, as cliche as it sounds, the natural, like, how amazing Northern Ireland can be in terms of, you know, the scenic, the scenery and all that, um, things to do and all. You don't really notice that until you take a step back and you think, oh my goodness, you know, there's a lot more on our doorstep than we thought. I agree, yes. And like even even when you think of a couple of years ago when you were able to go out anywhere, I know a lot of the times for like myself and my friend groups, like you just kind of like the, the the willingness to meet up's there, but then it goes to the question, okay, so what do we do? Where do we go? And like nobody has any clue. Uh, what do we actually do now? <laughs> so it's useful having that there. I know. Just little list of like, well, like this is like a real great place to go. Why don't you go to it? Mm-hmm. As someone giving you that there, you know, that sort of like push. <laughs> because you never think they'll look it up, as you said. Um, but obviously with that comes the leadership leadership elections, which are looming. And there'll be a leadership election nominee briefing Zoom call on Monday the 1st of February and Tuesday the 2nd of February. And I spoke to the VP for Sport and Wellbeing, Chris Chambers, on why this is such a fantastic opportunity to get involved with. For me... Being a student officer is such an enjoyable experience. Um, I couldn't have imagined being in a position that I am now uh, before being elected um, about two years ago now. So if anyone's out there who is looking to take on an advocacy position, I would really, really encourage you to 
put your name in the hat to be a student officer. Um, you, you just get put into these meetings that you would never have expected to be in, met people you didn't expect, expect to meet, um, and just get experiences that you didn't expect to have um, at such a young age. Um, like from this uh, job, I've had the opportunity to be a trustee board member um, and I've now gone on to another trustee board, which I would never have even thought about if not for this position. Um, so it is something to really look into. And if you are interested in being a student officer, just know that our nomination period is open now and you can go onto the website and view it at uesu.org. Um, and I really would encourage you to put your name in the hat for it. So after hearing about all these fantastic events that societies are holding, let's discuss how you can get involved. We're first of all mentioning that there's over 90 societies, which I was completely shocked with when I started university. I could not believe there was that many societies. And even now when someone says to me, um, they talk about society and they say, I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a society for that. And I just, it never crossed my mind. Yeah, I think it's something that like, when you come fresh out of school and everything, and we were kind of discussing this a little earlier on, but when you come out mm -hmm. of that, you're just so used to, ah, it's just like two or three things that's happening that like, it's just kind of like mm -hmm. mind blowing that like, there can be like real niche kind of societies and like ones that like you wouldn't expect, but that can be very enjoyable to be part of. Mm hmm. They're all like, you wouldn't, as you say, you'd never expect them, but they're just a fantastic opportunity. And yes, they may not be the first thing you think of for a society, but it's, collectively there's probably a lot of people who like the same thing and yeah as you say it makes it such a great experience because you're going along there and people are the same like like-minded people mm. yeah and like to think of my own experiences like you meet so many good friends and you mm -hmm. automatically have that like bond over the society that like it kind of gives mm -hmm. you like a step up in your friendship that like it just kind of jumps you to the next level like really quickly which like you don't yeah, get just yeah just meeting them naturally you don't tend to like like it takes a lot more work to get there mm -hmm. oh for sure and it's the same with even nowadays we have to be grateful for social media in terms of when you're looking for a society to be part of because societies have say the one world society have their instagram page um like do you find with instagram it's a really good opportunity for you to share what events are happening and to you know get people more involved with it. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Yeah, because like people's like constantly looking for things that's happening, as you have said, mm -hmm. and it's just like such a nice thing actually being able to offer. Well, this is what we're doing, and like uh, people tend to really enjoy that. And we actually had like a, a photography competition last semester. And like then we were able to kind of like post all their photographs on our social media. And it, it's nice then for other people to see, ah, well, this is their experience. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. you can really learn from each other that way. Yeah, it, it opens a lot of doors, especially for, as you said, just, you know, sharing other people's work. And if you even if you aren't, I know, maybe, as I said, there's so many societies, but maybe you think of a society that necessarily doesn't, you know, fit what you're looking for, fit what you want to be part of, you can always set up a society with contacting the Student Activities Coordinator 
Um, I mean, in my first year, we set up, <laughs> it was short-lived, but we set up the Student Newspaper Society. So even in that short period of time, <laughs> it was great because there was people who were maybe a few years older and, um, you know, they were doing different projects. And it was just to he- nice to hear about, you know, someone else's experiences. And you could sort of like, you know, well, that's a really great opportunity they're involved with. I, I want to do something like that. You know what I mean? As well as meeting other people who maybe aren't your age in your, you know, in your year at university. Yeah, and like you had said there that like it was maybe a bit short-lived. And I think sometimes that mm-hmm. fear of failure sometimes puts people off, even ourselves off from actually going out and like taking, taking these opportunities and grasping them. Mm-hmm. And like, to be honest they're great fun like no matter how long it lasts for it's like such a great experience and yeah it's you can't really uh reciprocate in anything else no you can't it's not until you put yourself in that position where you're getting involved and you think oh my goodness i would never experience this if i didn't take that step and I think that's what people don't realise until you take that initial step and get involved with the society. It's not until then, until you realise how great it is. And when we asked on Instagram how um, people find out about what's, how people find out about the society they're part of, um, people were just saying, just by talking to friends, by um, the, the refreshers fair, the refreshers fair, and the course reps, which is a great way to hear about what's happening. And just the, social media and the the UUSU website which I was on actually the other day and it's great because you can see all the societies all in one place and then obviously you can take the societies that you're interested and then go onto their social media and that you know just enhances the whole like you find out information about it. Yeah and I guess that's where Refreshers Fair kind of comes into its own as well because Mm -hmm. like that's like all the all the societies just being kind of handed to you on a plate and you get to choose what one you actually like, like like the sound of the best. Yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. sums it up with the online and everything. I know. And even in terms of, you know, with everything this year in particular, with moving online, how have you found that for the One World Society? With moving online, have you found people are more, um, more likely to you send a message over and become involved or well I guess it goes without saying that it's a challenge just because you're unused to it more more from that perspective Mm -hmm. however we definitely adapted and kind of overcame them challenges and uh, we find that in terms of like people isolating and even some like of our international students haven't been able to come to the country so they can get involved from their home country and still be a part of that culture mm-hmm. in some form and like just get like you can still make friends and they like become good friends and I've done that with like plenty of folks over the past semester it's like uh, been very rewarding for us mm-hmm. all I know and it's, you don't realise until when you think about it and you really do feel bad, especially for as you're saying, all them students abroad who are used to coming over here. And that's what we were talking about earlier on, just the power of social media in that sense, that they can still get involved and they can still be a part of, you know, the experience over here of the One World Society, even though they're in another country, literally sitting in their bedroom or wherever it may be, they can still be involved here, which is great. 
Yeah, we have actually, well, we have tried like this past semester to make the uh, the offence as kind of as uh, I can't even think of the word, but like as interactive. We've tried to make the offence as interactive mm-hmm. as possible this past semester in a way to like. Because like nobody wants to go on and just sit and watch like I know a PowerPoint or another another lecture like the ones in oh, their class. Because yeah. like I mean, mm-hmm. truth be told, I'm sure we've all missed the odd lecture just even just last year or any years ago. <laughs> like even just a regular <laughs> lecture is kind of tough to sit through. But uh, yeah, like we've tried to make the stuff as interactive, and we've had like still life drawing sessions where we've we've mm-hmm. drew stuff and things that people can actually get involved and have a good time with. Yeah, I know. It's trying to find that, trying to find that break, you know, to break up the time from people just sitting listening to a lecturer, as you said, to actually getting involved. And obviously it gives them an opportunity to become, you know, not just sitting there and occasionally texting someone on social media, it becomes an opportunity where they can actually know, like, as you say, the still life drawings, like, look what I've ended up drawing or whatever. And it just involves people to like, chat a lot more, essentially, than just sitting there listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, sketching and stuff like that's always been a big sort of hobby and passion of mine. Like, And, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of not even just because I do a fine art degree. I just find it such a great, like, hobby to go and, like, go out with a group of friends and sketch. So, like, for me, mm-hmm. that kind of automatically translated into, like, like a uh, zoom or places like that because like it's just something easy set up a nice still life and it people can chat and draw mm-hmm. be chilled yeah it's very relaxing isn't it well you're one of the lucky ones to have opportunity to visit america so how was that with this american societies was there any that were really interesting or any stories you want to tell us well, that's actually if you remember the two truths and a lie or what became three truths and mm-hmm. a lie that's actually how I learned salsa. One of my friends from who was another international student from Scotland, he went over there mm-hmm. and like fair play to him. He actually set up a salsa society where he taught people salsa every week because he just loved Cuban salsa. Mm-hmm. So I went to it and uh, I kind of got to learn a lot of uh, a lot of moves and all, which like a uh, I'm glad this is a podcast so I don't have to like I don't know perform really. <laughs> 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 never say never. Never say we'll never. We'll get you on an Instagram reel yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I say, well, you could set up that society over here. Cuban, salsa, Cuban salsa society over here. Yeah, and it's like, I think I actually done quite a bit of dancing really in Wyoming. That would be kind of mm-hmm. the Midwest really. Because like, I done that salsa, but then also like I got involved in another couple of swing dancing societies. One was West Coast Swing, right. and the other was East Coast Swing, which is the main oh. difference. The main difference between them both is the fact one of them is like dancing to sort of country music, and the other is dancing to jazz. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I love jazz. I actually love jazz. I need to go over to America. So is it, obviously you're going from country to jazz, so I'm saying there's going to be a big difference there in terms of one's probably fast-paced and one's probably slow-paced, am I right? There could be, it could be said to be that difference. I found the East the east Coast one, which would be the jazz, there was more, uh-huh. like, a, the, the timings and foot movements became more important in it, whereas the country one was more something that you could maybe do in, like, a bar or something like that there, mm-hmm. where you just kind of... 
I don't know, you can still do it after a few drinks or something like that in that <laughs> sort of region. <laughs> uh-huh. At the same time, I feel as though they all complement each other in a way because like, I tend to just kind of, whenever I'm dancing, I just kind of throw them all into like a nice... Uh, really just a, a hybrid mm-hmm. version of them all. A bit all. of Cuban, a bit of West Coast, a bit of East Coast. Just fart on the one. <laughs> yeah. The West East Cuban, what we all call it. All into one nice big performance. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. The opportunities that being part of a society can open to, up to you are endless. In terms of how being part of a society can be so beneficial, the first one that comes to mind is... Obviously, as you said, we're going to America. You were meeting different people who had these different skills, and especially with dancing. Yes, well, I did learn a few, a few like really useful skills, and part of them came with I got involved with uh, the Global Body Scheme, which which is basically a society in itself, and it paired up like international students and local students into groups, and then we like organised maybe events one per month. To get all the groups together and then they all met up just individually as groups like in different spots but it was it was really beneficial like uh, being involved in that and you learn so much like about like planning and leadership and i actually think that really helped me when uh, like once i've took over the one world society and everything now because uh, i think sometimes like i know myself uh, this kind of idea that planning all these events it took like loads and loads of planning and loads and loads of resources and in a way it does however a big part of it is just like planning something that you would enjoy and like just seeing how how mm-hmm. you can make it happen and like it's really as simple as just kind of like a group of people a group of friends just kind of meeting up and hanging out and like something you can all share mm-hmm. together which like I thought like that kind of that was one of the big takeaways really from that that job yeah i say so especially when you can obviously see like this is obviously somewhere all interested in and you can see the end goal more so than you probably think if you were going to join a society and you're thinking well if i had to plan events you're thinking in terms of plan event but it's maybe not of interest but you don't actually realize when you're actually in the society plan event this is something for you to enjoy and then obviously come with enjoyment comes for you being able to socialize more people and um it's an obviously an opportunity to take your mind off university work when you're planning these events and then the actual execution of the event it's just a great opportunity for you to not have your head stuck in a book or on a laptop typing away <laughs> Yeah, and I think what even I'm trying to get at as well is that like it can sometimes feel mm-hmm. very daunting, like having to organise this massive thing in your head, really. But when you break it down to really, it's just like you're organising for you and your friends to get together, and it just sounds so much yeah, easier, really, and like less, le- yeah, less kind of like clinical or I don't mm-hmm. know, business like you'd maybe say that it's just like do this and do well, that. It's just you and your friends exactly. getting it together. Exactly, it sounds a lot more challenging than it actually is when you think about it. Um, when we asked on Instagram what was the best benefit of being part of a society, um, everyone's just saying, you know, you get to meet people in your class and you get to know each other better. And it's this almost you get a feeling of, you know, belonging in the university itself. You get to know more people and you get to, someone else was saying, contacts for the future. You're obviously building contacts and then you can contact people if you know you ever, for example, like me, if I ever need to talk to someone about a certain issue, um, 
I've met them before, I've been involved with that activity in a society with them. And just friends and new people, which, you know, just broadening that, just getting to know new people is obviously so beneficial in so many different ways. Yeah, and you can learn so much from other people that like you just don't mm-hmm. even realise yourself and, until you're in the situation. Like, even just skills and just life experience, like because we've all had different mm-hmm. experiences, even just in like I know our younger stages mm-hmm. of lives, even like. But then when you break that down, and like everybody's had different experiences, so when you meet people from further away, as you tend to do at university, it just like a you can really bring a richness mm-hmm. there to each other's lives as well. It opens up your eyes to a whole lot more stuff you never even thought about. And you just, it makes you just like, you start to reevaluate things essentially in a way, in a good way, but you start to think about other things and, you know, you maybe implement them into your life because you've been speaking to someone and it's helped them, etc. And in that terms, it's just really good for being a part of society for your, you know, not always your physical well-being, but your mental well-being. Um, as I was saying earlier, it just takes your minds off things. It's something to do, something to enjoy with friends. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like so many benefits that you, as you said, they're physical and mental. And like a lot of that's just being able to like unwind and relax with each other that like you can't do in your class because like you're always being taught in the class. Ah, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Exams and essays and everything else that comes along with it. Well, so now you've heard all about societies and you've heard Robert's experience in his West and East Coast dancing and his Cuban salsa. We've heard all about it. So we'll discuss some of your experiences. I'll start with the first one. So someone sent in that they were drunk flirting with a guy at a society and it was going fabulous until he said that he had a girlfriend and the the entire society seen my rejection. (laughs) I feel so bad. Um, Especially, that would be... And almost a fear in a sense. Could you imagine just, you know, being new to society and, you know, you you think you're socialising well and so you get told that and you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yes. I'm sure it's one of them things that's uh, hard to live down. But <laughs> but we move on. <laughs> what was one you got? We move on. Um, well, this one is... I was in charge of organising a school formal Mm -hmm. for the school and there were so many lecturers wasted that night that it was amazing. (laughs) I wonder if this person, did they plan it with uh, that in mind or just consequently happened? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I guess you don't tend to think of that either, but like the lecturers, they Mm -hmm. like to have a good time as well. And you never thought about that until you came to university and you realised that these are just, you know people that you know you share the same interests with essentially yeah yeah i'm sure that that was i'm sure it was quite of an experience though like being there i can only imagine do it being that with uh, my course course tutors as well <laughs> oh dear someone else sent in so in cast music we all decided to stop practicing at one of our sessions and go to kelly's instead and then the next day we wrote a song about how we went to Kelly's. Well, if that isn't creativity at its finest, I don't know what is. 
I would have liked to hear the song that they made mm-hmm. at Kelly's. I, I want to hear this. <laughs> you know, whoever sent this in needs to send us a song and we just don't want it in written. We want you to sing it because, yeah, we want to hear what it's all about. <laughs> this could be the next, like, Clubland oh, classic be. hit. I don't know. Yeah. You go to the dance floor and you hear that song. <laughs> You're doing pounding. the West East Coast giving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. oh dear, it's so funny. I could I could be involved in a music video <laughs> there for There you then. go. Even, you know, <laughs> Robert's signing himself up here. Um, we'll set you up a wee YouTube channel and all. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so that's all from us this week. Thank you for joining me, Robert. It was fascinating hearing about all your involvement with societies and your wonderful time in America. It's been great fun, Holly, as well. And I always love these reminiscent moments that you can just kind of ponder all the past thoughts and all. This is all a good laugh. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have many more, many more this semester to come. Stay tuned for next week as we are working on a new feature so you can not only hear the student show but see it take place too. Also, I can't not mention our new official Instagram page, which is the student show underscore, where you can get involved with each episode and see behind the scenes footage. Next week, we'll be discussing representation and on our Instagram, we will be posting polls and question boxes so you can get involved. So I'll see you all then. In the meantime, take care. Bye. Cheerio.